0: Exciting day yesterday for my next guest. Not only was it the shortest day of the year, well that's not very exciting is it, it was the event of the annual National Flash Fiction Day. It's been running since 2012 and it celebrates very short stories in all their glory. The winners were announced last night and Auckland's Margaret Moores came out on top of the adults category with her story Moon Landing. Judges David Eggleton and Irene Beautray compare it to mysterious poetry and said it had a oh gosh, I should have pre-read this word. A, a, how do you say that, Sam? Allegaic, really? Gosh, you learn something every day. Allegaic and poignant qualities neatly combined with humor apologies. Uh, Margaret joins me now. Hi, Margaret. Hi, Jessie. You would have known how to say elegiac. It's it's a
1: poetry word. You say yes. I've come across it before.
0: <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Hey. Congratulations.
1: Thank you. It was a great thrill.
0: Yeah. How did you find out?
1: How did I find out? I was. That you at- won. Yeah. I, I um, was at the Auckland event, so the winners were announced there. So it was very exciting.
0: Yeah, cool. Um, and nice to hear those lovely judges' comments too.
1: Yes. Yes. So the, um, the host of the Auckland event read, read them. So um, I'm looking forward to studying them myself later.
0: Oh, cool. Um, tell me about your background as a writer.
1: Um I have been writing um, s- since about two thousand and ten i um, have, I've always enjoyed writing stories, but I never really got into doing it properly until I um, combined it with being an academic so i I began at Fittirea Community Polytechnic and did a course there on writing short fiction and then i couldn't bear when I'd finished to mm-hmm. give that all away, so I looked around for a um a means of ro- continuing my study while also working and um I ended up at Massey University because they are the place to go if you want to do distance education yeah. and I ended up doing a master's in creative writing and then a PhD in creative writing. And now I have to stop because I don't <laughs> think I can do anything else.
0: <laughs> yeah, you write um, fiction, but also poetry, right? Did it start with Yeah, I,
1: I, I ended uh, I ended up focusing on prose poetry, mm-hmm. um, which is a surprise to me because I had always dreamt of being a famous novelist. But yeah. now I think what I really like most of all in the world is writing poetry and prose poetry in particular. And prose poetry I kind of think of as like a second cousin of flash fiction. they not exactly the same, but
0: yeah.
1: back in their ancestry, they've got the same grandparents.
0: <laughs> Can you explain prose poetry to people who haven't come across it before?
1: Well, prose poetry is... Poetry, that depends on the sentence rather than a line. So if you're used to seeing lineated verse on a page, you see that it's short lines and the poet has taken a great deal of care about where they finish a line and start the new idea. But prose poetry is usually a block of prose on a page and um, it's... The sentence is the important thing, not where the lines end or it Mm. it doesn't rhyme. Though Sometimes there can be a bit of rhyme in it. Um, And it's generally, I would describe it as a fragmented piece of work. It's it's like a little snapshot of something that's occurred to the poet. And the flash fiction, on the other hand, has got more of a narrative arc going on with it, though it has... Lots of um, similarities with yeah. poetry because it has poetic um, aspects to
0: it as well. What would be the most famous uh, example of prose poetry if people wanted to find out more about that? By the way, it's not not a, the main subject of our interview today, but I'm kind of interested. Um. Well, the,
1: there are there are. F- um,
0: I will put you on guess, the spot.
1: You yeah, put me on the spot. Who would That's I choose okay. as my favourite prose? My favourite prose poet. Um, the, if you go right back to the nineteenth century, you talk about um, the French writer Baudelaire, and, uh-huh. and then you, and then you move and you look at America, American poets who um, are kind of surrealist. And in New Zealand, we've got um, prose poets like. Um, I I think of um, writers like Frankie McMillan, who writes prose poetry, whose work I really enjoy. And um, lots of of New Zealand poets actually do a little bit of prose poetry on the side. It's really an enjoyable um, form to experiment with, because instead of worrying about where how many iambic feet you might have or where your line endings are. You just write your ideas down and go for it.
0: Okay. Now let's get on to this flash fiction contest because flash fiction is something else again. What is it?
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes. So with flash fiction, you kind of have got a, a story going on and so there's a narrative of one some sort or another, although it can be very poetic. And in the past, I've um, submitted work to Flash Frontier, who who are the people behind the National Flash Fiction Day competition, which, which really is a poem. But it's got a narrative going on in it, as yeah. distinct from um, something that began as a story. Although the the piece of work that won this year's competition is a store is a story really rather than a poem.
0: So what are the what are the rules? How does the contest work? Are you giving a, a theme or a time limit, or what's the story?
1: You 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 have, for the competition. It has to be um, less than three hundred words. So this makes you very focused on not wasting time with unnecessary. Um, adjectives or um, too many conjunctions and you just have to think really carefully about how you're putting it together. You don't want to repeat yourself or um, you want to be quite um, specific about what you say and keep an eye on how many words you've got. Sometimes you can finish a piece of flash fiction and realise that you've got five more words you could put in if you want to. (laughs) Or on the other hand, you think you've finished and you realise you've got to take five words out. I think that's sometimes worse.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Was there a time limit?
1: Was there no time limit, just a word limit.
0: Okay. And and was there a theme?
1: And there was... um, With this... With the competition, there was no theme okay. but if if you submit your work to flash frontier um, they they generally do have a theme, and yeah. sometimes that's quite fun to work with as well
0: so the flash part is just that it's a like a shorter form of a short story
1: yeah, just imagine something flashing through your mind <laughs> yeah. and that's what you 're going to write down something something's you 've seen something something's occurred to you. And you go. I've caught that. Like you've taken a photograph of it. Flash.
0: That's would you how like I look to? Yeah. Would you like to read us your winning entry, and and then we'd probably get a really good idea of what it's all about.
1: Okay. Um, so my winning entry was called Moon Landing.
0: And anything we should know when we're listening to, or pay attention to, as we're listening to this.
1: Um, anything we should know? No, you j- just listen to the story, okay. I think. it's the best thing to say.
0: So, well, over, to, over to you, Margaret Moores. Uh,
1: thank you. Um, moon landing. On a night during lockdown, when the moon was so bright that I kept waking thinking it was dawn, a silver Swiss ball rolled down my driveway and into a flax bush under the karaka tree. For the next few mornings, I pushed it back up to the street. But by evening, it had always returned to the flax. Eventually, it became part of the garden. At first, I thought of it as a pool of shimmering lights. But with time, it seemed more like a giant shadowy face with flax stalks for hair. After a tiresome day in which all the heads of my Zoom meetings kept flaring against virtual backgrounds, as if everyone had secretly left Earth for another planet, I noticed the ball glimmering in the darkness when I took out the bins. Its underside was blotched with mold, and its wide, pale face appeared to be gazing up the driveway as if it were planning how to get back to the street. I carried it to the gate and surrendered it to the wind. For the rest of that week, I watched the moon waxing from a crescent of soft light into a luminous pockmarked sphere. I was 16 when Neil Armstrong walked on the moon. I had an after-school job in the public library, and we had the radio on while we carded returns. Everything seemed in slow motion that afternoon as if the building had lost all gravity, and we were floating weightless between the shelves while we slotted books into their places. When I watched him climbing down the ladder through gaps in the static on TV that night, I had thought of a ball bouncing slowly across a stony field, with nobody to stop it soaring up into the dark.
0: Margaret, thank you. you. I love that. I love the imagery of that and uh, love the uh, idea of different objects in the story sort of um, mimicking each other and and different themes coming through and uh, and, uh, all those different things that you mentioned. This is my quick analysis. I hadn't heard the story before now, people. Sorry, I'm not going to win an award for literary (laughs) criticism. Um, Thank you for sharing it with us today. Well done.
1: Oh, Thank you, Jesse. Thank you. It's been nice to speak to you.
0: Don't stop writing.
1: I won't. I'll do my best.
0: Hawkins Margaret Moore is winner of the National Flash Fiction Day competition.